0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Stephen and Arjun Football Podcast. Um, I think at this rate, we are going to have to rename it the Stephen, Arjun, and Uday Football Podcast, because uh, once again, (laughs) we have our frequent guest and, I guess, um, almost co-host, Uday, back on the show. Uday, welcome back.
1: Hi, yes. I'm looking forward to the new change of names, or maybe like a new name, I guess, something different. (laughs) Uh. The, instead of the Sue podcast, is the Sao podcast, you know, the the Sue <laughs> SAU podcast. So we can do that. Um, yeah,
0: yes, of course, probably a name change will be coming next season, probably.
1: Yeah, most probably. you yeah. <laughs> we'll right
0: to that. Um, and <laughs>
1: we'll be. How are you feeling today, Arjun? Oh, okay. Yeah, feeling good. Um,
0: quite excited to be back. I think we haven't uh, released an episode in quite some time. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we've all boy. been busy. And today we are back to talk about uh Fantasy Premier League. Uh, to maybe yes. give a snapshot of how our league is doing, um, how we are doing in yeah. the league, and maybe give some uh, tips to our listeners on yes. uh, what are our plans for, the, for this week, tomorrow, and as well as um, the upcoming week, give weeks. So maybe Uday, you can take us through how our league is doing, how we are doing in the league, and who has surprised you with their performance in the league so far.
1: Yeah, sure, don't worry. So um in the league, the Steven and Arjun League. Um, first we have uh, Plankton FC by Linkesh Gopi Gunton. He has been number one since forever, I feel like since the start of this <laughs> podcast league. Um he is beyond catching right now. Um he is um 1646 1, points. He's in the top. 4,350 points, which is wild. Somebody in the top 5,000 is actually in our podcast league. Uh, congratulations to him. He's been doing really well this season. Um, I don't know whether he surprises me, but this is the first time I'm seeing it, so this is definitely one of the surprises right now. Um, last week's score with Game Week 25 was a double game week as well. Um, He had 70 points. Majority of them came from De Gea, Sterling, Um. Basically, that actually uh De Gea's captaincy choice was actually De Gea was his vice captain, Cancelo was his captain. He's been having a really weird season. Like, look at it, like just looking at his team. Like he captained Cancelo, Cancelo didn't play, he had nobody in the bench, and somehow De Gea gets the captaincy points, Arjun. So I don't know whether you're looking at his team right now. I'm okay at it. Seems pretty wild. But yeah, I,
0: um, I think <laughs> I-, I have him in some of the other leagues as well. And I think he's had a very good mixture of uh, brilliant. Guesses, uh, very good, yeah. uh, underrated picks, as well as a bit of yeah. luck. Uh, but I think, Absolutely. as with uh, actual football, Premier League as well, every champion needs a bit yeah. of luck. So I think, yeah, he's been doing brilliantly. And as you said, it's been really great having someone uh, who's in the top 5,000 overall rank in our league, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, good luck to him, honestly. Like, um if he wins, and uh, I guess. It's- I guess the price is the shout-out. I'm coming we haven't we haven't gotten the price yet. Next we have uh, Lomelo Rukaku, a player on Lukaku's name, uh Basant V. Uh he is uh game week 25 score was 69 points. Also surprisingly, Captain De Gea in the double game week. Um Dea De with the 10 points, which double became 20. Uh, his scores also came from Bowen and Mope and Diaz which uh, did play quite well as usual for Man City. Man City just being Man City all last week. And rounding up the top three is your co-host, In Puri, Uday Sharma. <laughs> um, it, uh, who is in... Actually, I forgot to tell uh, what was uh Basan's position, overall position right now. He is in the top 92,000, 92,055. So good luck to him. Um. He is in 1552 and number three is Ain Puri on 1545, uh, which is me. I'm in the top 107,000. Um, majority of my points came from a Fernandez captain, a Bowen uh, masterclass, as well as a Robert Sanchez double game week special. Oh, a reasonable mention to Issa Diok, who gave me a nice clean sheet when everyone else did badly. My <laughs> uh, like big differential for last week. Um, I got it for the double game week quite some time back when West Ham had it. So that's one, two, three. Um Arjun, do you want to Arjun six, do you want to go through your team right now, Arjun?
0: Um yeah, sure. So um I I guess um I haven't really been doing that well this season. Uh, comparatively to the previous two seasons. Uh, I think I had some poor start as well. Or oh, actually, I had a decent start, but uh, trailed off somewhere in, in October, November, and I've been trying to play catch up ever since. Um, I think the past month, January, has been pretty good to me. Uh, I've been able to climb back or claw back some deficits. But of course, um, I have not been able to breach the top five of the podcast league. And I, I mean, the fifth place is still within reach for me. Uh, I guess the highest I can aim for in the podcast league is about the top four. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> that's right now. But <laughs> that yeah, typically. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think if I, if I'm able to get that would be a really good uh comeback from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I highly doubt that seems... <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Like,
1: yeah. About like the hardest really game. of so, the I think I'm going to make sure that I maintain my top three, or at least try to get second place. <laughs> if you want to go ahead and take care of Basan's position, all the best to you. But like, definitely, my finishing in top three is one of my aims this season. Um, <laughs> I guess a couple of mentions. Uh, Olivia Jose, Liv- Team Live-L, Uh, she's a surprise for me. Apparently, I don't know how good she has been previous seasons, but she's still... She was in the top four, top five since the start and she's still there in the top five. Um, Arjun can catch up with her. All the best to her as well. Um, and I guess, besides everyone else below me, I never really checked anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arjun, anyone else that surprised you so far?
0: Um, No, not really. I mean, I think um, good good picks as well. Uh, I think Sundar was Slightly further down in the table, Sundar Avindran, Revival 2.0. He's managed to climb to the mid-table mark, uh, or slightly above mid-table. Uh, I think he was in the lower reaches of the table at the start of the season, so pretty well done to him as well. Um, yeah, all the best, Sundar. Yeah, going yeah. good. So other than that, I think yeah. it was all the players you mentioned as well. Uh, but of course, once again, shout-out to Linkage Gopi Gantan, Plankton FC.
1: uh doing extremely well uh i mean 101 points ahead of me <laughs> yeah. yeah more than 100 ahead of arjun <laughs> uh, about 200 ahead of me actually <laughs> <laughs> no way um, you can catch up with him like, I, I mean I I, have, the title already. I I told him to you know try to go
0: for the top thousand uh, i mean that's going to be insane but if he pulls it off, oh, yeah. well wow, uh, heads off
1: yeah Hats off to him being in the top thousand and being in our league as well. It's great for us (laughs) in the overall rankings. Um, So yeah, I guess that's about it with the league so far. Um,
0: Um, Next
1: game week is going to be very interesting. It's called (laughs) Double Game Week 26. So Arjun, how have you prepared yourself for Double Game Week 26 right now?
0: Um, Okay, I'm going to start with the obvious. Um, If you do not have Salah, what are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> this I think out of the last five seasons probably has been one of the best double game weeks for the most premium player in the game the most informed the most premium player is scoring for fun assisting for fun He's the top producing player this season and it's a tailor-made game week for him to have the triple captain if you still have the triple captain get Salah play the triple captain no matter who else is on your team this is something you have to do absolutely have to do you can even get a uh, negative four hit, negative eight hit if you have to, but get Salah in your team and get a triple captain on him. I think that's the obvious, but in the case that you don't have Salah, uh, I would think that Trent Alexander-Arnold is not a bad option. Um, I'm not sure whether you would want to risk a triple captain on him, but certainly to as a captaincy option, uh, I think he's a pretty decent option. Liverpool have a very good chance of getting clean sheets in both games, and Trent Alex Arnold can always chip in with assists. So I think you're looking at an easy double figure there as well. Uh, so I think these are the two obvious captaincy options for me. Um, the only reason I wouldn't mention Jared Bowen, who has also been on Fantastic Four, is uh, the fact that he only has a single game this week. Uh, and it comes against Newcastle, who have been doing uh, reasonably well recently. So. Relatively, I think he's not a great captaincy option, but yeah, I think Salah and Trent are the two captaincy options, standard captaincy options for me. Uh, Other than that, I guess uh, Man City assets are not, uh, I mean, they're decent, but they only have one game and they're prone to rotation, so I think you have better options in Liverpool and Arsenal assets, maybe even Wolves assets. Spurs, if if you're feeling a bit of like gambling, Spurs can be a bit of Jekyll and Hyde uh, with their form. If the right Spurs turns up, then you're in for a treat. but it is likely that uh, they may even get less points than the single game week guys. Um, yeah, so for I, I would back the Arsenal defence this week um, because they're playing Brentford at home, they're playing Wolves at home. Uh, I do believe in their defence ability to keep clean sheets. Uh, so yeah, the, I, I would mainly thank Liverpool and Arsenal as fans. How about you, they What are your thoughts for the upcoming
1: game uh, We have covered a lot uh, quite well actually with regards to the captaincy as well. Um, of course, clearly uh, everyone has to get Salah, everyone has to use the triple captain on him. Um, I think it's being open here already, both of us are already doing it. There's nothing to hide here as well. Uh, we're highly talking about it so far. Um, just with regards to basis of discussion, um, I have seen some uh Twitter threads, um, Twitter where I look at with regards to my football and fantasy as well, Reddit as well and whatnot. Um, has been saying that uh for the last couple of game weeks, Trent has outscored uh Salah. Uh this is the basis of discussion. Of course, clearly the highest scoring player right now is Mo Salah, but the last couple of game weeks, Trent has over, outscored Salah in a number of game weeks. Even the games in which Trent has not kept a clean sheet, and the games in which he has, he still has somehow outscored it. So putting Trent as your triple captain may definitely be a huge differential. And for people who are trying to chase their leagues, people like Arjun, <laughs> who <laughs> trying to break into the top three, has a huge upside return. Um, I don't think Arjun mentioned uh, Robertson um, He's definitely someone to look at if some if any of you who are trying to have three Liverpool assets or who have less fires to burn. I had to burn a couple of fires this week. Um, that being, I had Martinelli in my team who was supposed to be a double gaming player for me, but he got suspended through a silly like double yellow card challenge within a space of thirty seconds, and um, he was one. Great fire that I had to pull out and the next one I had was the Jota injury which was also another double game week player which was uh, a bit disappointing. There were high hopes on him with regards to this double game week. Um, so I had to pull out all those fires right now um, and, and then I went to take a hit as well um, to make sure that I have enough funds to uh, buy a third player, a third bench fodder and everything. But this player that I bought uh, is an Aston Villa asset. Um, he is going to be important for game week 30, which is a blank game week. A couple of your Liverpool and Arsenal players that you buy right now will be blanking next week or next game week as well. So um, for those of you who are planning to have a triple up on Liverpool and Arsenal, make sure you have a plan for next game week because quite a number of them won't be there. If you have your free hit chip, I would suggest using it following. But just for this week, This is what's going to happen right now. Basically, um, Salah, Triple Captain, uh, I have Saka, and my differential most probably will be Son. Um, I don't know whether a number of them have them, but this week I'm having Son as well. Uh, Lacazette is also my differential. I still have uh, a Watford striker (laughs) in my team, but I guess they have a double game week, so that's that. A number of things that I would like to inform is that uh, don't discount uh, the single game week players uh, of course Newcastle going on a high right now but Jared Bowen is one of the informed English players at the moment uh, should be in for an England call up soon so do not just not have a single game week player I myself have at least four single game week players in my team right now so um, doesn't necessarily a double game player might outscore but then again it's good to have more double gaming players if you have the chance and you have less fires to pull out. Uh, so this is my team so far. Um, I think I have covered whatever I had to say. We can, can look at Robertson. money as well is another differential for any of you who want to look at the Liverpool assets. Um, who are brave enough to go against the Mo Salah captaincy as well. A um, couple of other teams that have doubled. Burnley has a double uh, this week and Burnley have a double... In the next week as well, Arjun. Not too sure yeah. if you're aware of that.
0: Um, yeah, so, uh, two doubles. Good, good good, point, actually. I did uh, consider some Berkeley assets, but uh, yeah. I didn't want to take the point yet. So I went against yeah. that. So uh, yeah, uh, de- de- good yeah. good point there for sure. Um, yeah. Good, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Uh, good potential for differentials in Berkeley players. Um, yeah. one, one note on the Mosala Captain's again, uh, is that for any of you brave enough to go against the Mosala Captain's team, it's a high risk, high record game for sure because you're going to comp- be competing against 95% of fantasy purely. <laughs> and yeah. if you win, it's a, like Uday mentioned, it's a huge depression. But it can also put you uh, far behind, uh, much further behind than you already are. So it is yep. a huge gamble yeah. and take it wisely.
1: I won't be surprised if uh, our friend Linkage, <laughs> 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 something like that, <laughs> knowing how his season has been so far. So Potentially, yes. I, yes. So I, I I'll be looking forward to seeing his uh, captaincy as well as his team, uh, for Game big Twenty Six. We should try to have him on board sometime, but that's another dis- that's something we can discuss offline. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is game week 26. Um, for those of you who have some Manchester United assets from the last double game week, uh, Arjun, uh, what will you do with your Manchester United assets coming up right uh, in the next couple of game weeks? Um, what so, do you
0: suggest? <laughs> I've not been brave enough to have Man United assets in the last uh, few <laughs> weeks. I think it was quite some time ago that I, had, uh, I removed the last of them. I had Luke Shaw for yeah. way too long. Uh, and I learned my lesson the hard way about the Man United defense. <laughs> uh, and Bruno wasn't contributing uh, for quite an extended period in between. And I removed him quite early as well. And I haven't been brave enough to trust any Man United asset. Kudos to Ude for sure for being able to put his faith in Bruno to not only really pick him, but also to captain him. Uh, very good I did not only captain
1: him twice. I did only captain once. I captain him twice. I captained him uh, <laughs> last double game week. Yeah. As well as the previous MU double game week where he got a haul, a like, huge haul, where, like four <laughs> attacking returns, two goals and two assists. Um if I'm not mistaken, it was Game Week 24 or 20 game week 25. When was it? I can't remember. But yeah, I can't remember. Quite a number of good attacking returns. And yeah, brave enough to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I guess fantasy
0: is a game of bravery, guts. Um yes. I mean, there's only so much you can uh, rely on an analysis uh, at the end of the yeah. day, you yeah you do need a bit of touch to take the job to take the gamble. yeah, and if it works, hey, you know you'll be riding yeah. high.
1: Thank you, thank you. yeah, yeah. The, I mean, those were really difficult decisions. I honestly, to be fair, I honestly didn't know what I was gonna do or who of course, this double game week I knew I was gonna captain if I'm not mistaken, it was game week 22, where I brought in Fernandez for his major haul. who um, Got me a lot of points. The previous week, I had Son, and Son got injured. And Son was supposed to be my main captain. And Son was supposed to play, if I'm not mistaken, um, one of those weaker teams. Uh, Watford? Oh, sorry, not Watford. If I'm not mistaken, I was supposed to play Leicester, which was leaking goals back then. So I was thinking that, you know what, having a Son captaincy might work. But uh, what happened was uh, Son got injured, Mo Salah was still in uh, FCON, So I was like, you know what, let's take the gamble of getting Bruno Fernandez, And it paid off because MU had a double game week that week and I had two goals and two assists from a throwback performance from Bruno Fernandez. So that was great for him. Um, but to, re- to go back to the question that I asked, uh, basically you remove them because they have not been performing. And they still haven't been very confident recently, even the recent double game weeks. But for those of you who still have them or still uh, want to keep them, I would suggest to remove them as well because um, clearly removing Bruno for Salah is your number one pick for this week. But if you are trying to do other players, I mean, maybe for this week, you can keep them because they're playing Leeds and Leeds. And Bruno Fernandez has five goals and one assist against Leeds in the last three games. Um, Leeds are a very leaky defensive team Um, for those of you who want to keep it as a differential go ahead and then they have Watford at home the following week Mm -hmm. Um, but after that Watford game I would really suggest to remove them altogether because then they have Man City, Tottenham, Liverpool and then that's quite some time so about three difficult games back to back to back I I think Uh, about four difficult games actually yeah. City's first Liverpool, you,
0: Leicester even.
1: Yeah, um, Leicester is a difficult game, but they have been leaky recently. Um yeah. so I would consider it five putting Watford in there, the fact that mm-hmm. they lost the last time. So uh, <laughs>
0: but to be fair, yeah, five, uh,
1: <laughs> given, given that a lot of
0: teams have a blank game week 27, um, uh, I think United having yes. a game there is a positive. So yes. um I mean. <laughs> According to, like I would agree with your suggestion as well, which is to remove them after game week 27. If you do have yeah. United assets and you want to keep them through this yeah. week. Uh, but I personally, uh, maybe for Leeds, I might keep the United assets, but uh, I would not even keep them for Watford, as uh, Uday mentioned. Uh, <laughs> given that I do not have any United assets right now, uh, it's an easy decision for me to make. I'm just not going to bring them in. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it depends on how many assets you have and who they are. I think if you if it is David De Gea that you have, maybe you can hold on to him because he will need to be making lots of saves, and he has been on top form this season. Um, cool. although That's his amazing. chances of getting a cliche is pretty low. So um, yeah. yeah, it's a game of uh, luck. But coming to goalkeepers, it's always better to have a goalkeeper who's Playing for a team with bad defense, so he has
1: a lot of saves to make. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um, I would actually disagree with that statement. I mean, I would suggest going for a team who has a higher potential of getting clean sheets and making a decent number of saves. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the rise of uh, Aaron Ramsdale recently. Yeah. Um, he. A lot of teams bought him because, a lot of players bought him because that Arsenal has the potential of keeping a clean sheet and he's the kind of goalkeeper that has a couple of saves in him. So, even if he does concede a goal, you will guarantee save points from there. Yeah. So, I would actually disagree with that. Most uh, fantasy managers, or at least managers that I... Follow that I am at is kind of get somebody, so that's why I had been having a Brighton goalkeeper since forever. Brighton's the kind of team that you know will keep some clean sheets and you guarantee will have some save points. I've mm-hmm. been having Sanchez since forever, and um, he's yeah. returned a decent amount of times, um, even the games in which he's considered. So
0: I uh, think it's a yeah.
1: dynamic situation, though, because um, yeah. we
0: have had keepers like Nick Pope in the past, uh, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I'm not saying that Burnley has a bad defense, but they are not a top team. So he ha- yeah. did have a lot of shots to save. Um, yeah. Players like Martinez in the past as well. Um, there, yeah. there has been like goalkeepers playing for uh, not great teams uh, defensively who yeah. have had to make a lot of saves. Um, the good thing about having yeah. goalkeeper from a top team, like Liverpool for example, yeah. having Ellison or yeah. having Edison from Man City, yeah. is of course... You're guaranteed a clean sheet, uh, almost every game or every other game, but yeah, that's about it. You're probably your cap is at about six points, maybe seven points if they had a few saves today. But these other keepers can get you 10 points a game, uh, not every game though. That, so that is the kind of balance, I guess, uh, you would need to make a decision.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I I see where you're coming from right now, you, but, but you, you meant a good team and a bad team as in some one of those mid-table teams like a Burnley or a Brighton or an like, not necessarily Arsenal's mid-table, but you know, the kind of, yeah, yeah. I understand yeah. what yeah. you're trying to say. That is that a cheap goalkeeper that uh, make a lot of sales? I, I mean, definitely against. not a team like how Sheffield
0: were last season. That, that I mean, yeah, that but, that kind of team you're asking for
1: trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, us, yeah. definitely asking for uh, but yeah, you're right. Actually, um, those two premium goalkeepers that you've talked about, which is Edison and Ellison although they do make it in the top three, um, but you definitely will get more points if uh, you were to have a Robertson or Alexander Arnold as a defender from Liverpool or even a Cancelo yeah. who has been my player of the season so far, <laughs> including Anthony, Antonio Rudiger. So yeah. I see your point uh, with that. Um, but then there are quite a number of uh, mid-range or mid price goalkeepers that's in and around the table as well. So that's with regards to goalkeepers. Yeah. Um, Anything you want to talk about game week 26? Or shall we just move on to the next one, two game weeks? Because I think we can only predict so far up to with regards to our planning because of COVID and whatnot, Arjun. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: that's fair.
1: So, yeah, we can move on. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I guess we have covered extensively with game week 26. Uh, for those of you who I said earlier, game week 27 is going to be a blank game week where Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, and another team. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, Leicester was supposed to blank. But because Burnley has a double game week, then Leicester is playing right now. So these are the number of uh, teams in which... Uh, so there are less teams that are playing right now and less fixtures as well. So for Game Week 27, is also a double, but it's a double plus a bank. Burnley is the only team that has a double. And Burnley's double for Game Week 27 is much better than Game Week 26. Um, Burnley play Palace as well as Leicester, who I've said have been leaking a lot of goals recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and Palace, who is defensively solid, but still relatively mid Um Notable teams that play in 27, game 27, are Manchester United. Arjun, like what you said, they're playing Watford. Yep. Um, and then Spurs, uh, for those of you who don't have some Spurs assets right now, you might want to think you might want to get them for 26 as well as 27. But beware that Spurs is playing Man City in game, double game week 26, the first game. So that's that. Leeds as well is playing in 26. So a couple of captaincy options here, Arjun. So I would yeah. suggest for double game week 26, maybe captaining a Ronaldo or a Harry Kane, possibly a heung Son might be a good return, Arjun.
0: Um Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um And then if you want to go really rogue as well, maybe captaining <laughs> a... <laughs> A Man City defender like Cancelo. Oh wow, that's really Everton. against the trend. <laughs> yeah, that's really against the trend. But for those of you who are brave enough, someone someone that I may be thinking as well, but uh, the fact that I have Son and the fact that Spurs is playing Leeds, so most probably I'll captain Son in that game week. Um, Southampton has a good fixture against Norwich, although Norwich are on the rise right now. Um, They're not the easy team that everyone used to pick and captain against. Yeah. Uh, Dean Smith, the new manager has turned everything around over there in Norwich um, but the likes of Brozia for those of you who are still uh, having likes of Antonio who hasn't returned for quite some time now besides double game week uh, I think Antonio has come up only with one return in the last five or six games uh, Arjun, do you still have a West Ham asset in your team?
0: Uh, I have two West Ham assets actually yeah, I still have uh,
1: Jared Bowen and uh, Antonio so, Antonio, but would you look to remove Antonio sometime the following week as well? Yeah, uh, for sure. So
0: I have been wanting to remove him. Uh, I was, I mean, last week I thought I'll just give him one or two more game weeks. This is probably the last game week that I'm going to give him. Although,
1: yeah. um,
0: I'm on the fence about benching him for this game week, game week 26. Uh, <laughs> so depending how he does, uh, I might sell him like, uh, for, the, for, the, for the next game week. So
1: yeah. That, yeah. that's roughly what I I'm understand thinking. what you're saying yeah, yeah. but again uh, hopefully <laughs> yeah. your team and my team has no fires to pull out by the following week yeah uh, hopefully any <laughs> injuries clearly Antonio has to go um, yeah uh, so either that or whatever so some again um, so interesting options for any of you who wants to have best time playing Wolves as well Wolves are very good defensively Um, we didn't really cover much on Wolves uh, but the fact that they have a double this in game week twenty six and a, a match in game week twenty seven might be good for whoever that's looking for a defensive asset, um, especially the ones that has an Arsenal defender as well. Can look to look to a Wolves match or a Burnley defender. Yeah. Um, I guess that's about it from my side. Uh, do you have anything else that you would like to say? Uh,
0: I think uh, for game week twenty seven, getting in uh, a Brighton. Uh, or an Aston Villa player might be good as well, Uh, just because I think neither team might be able to keep a tension. I think both teams are good going forward, uh, as we can see this season. Brighton have been pretty decent, pretty solid defensively, but uh, this Aston Villa team looks really good attacking-wise, so this Mm -hmm. seems like a 1-1 or a 2-1, 2-2 kind of game to me. So I think attacking yeah. assets from both teams, either uh, Mopé from Brighton or like a Coutinho or a Ramsey even from Aston Villa uh, mm-hmm. do seem like good assets to me for Game Week 27 specifically. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Sounds great. Um, actually, uh, good point you brought up. Aston Villa has a couple of good games um, from Game Week 26 against Watford and then 27 against Brighton away, 28 against Southampton at home. Yeah. Um, but then 29 onwards, they have West Ham and Aston, a bit tricky and Wolves as well. Um, so yeah, Aston Villa does look like a team to have if you want to look forward. Um, even Brighton as well, um, looking past Game Week 27. Uh it's a bit tricky for Brighton. If any of you, if you're just looking for a one-time punt in Game Week 27, yeah, getting in Aston, getting against Aston Villa, because after that they have Newcastle, who's again also on the rise. And then they have Liverpool and Man City in Gaming 29 30. So see, those are like seem like challenging games as well. But then again, they're Brighton and they can pull off an upset yeah. against the big team. So um, yep. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. wouldn't be surprised if Brighton actually pull off an upset against one of those two teams. Um, and for those of you who still have the chip free hit, uh, just let me quickly explain why it is free. It is a chip in which you can uh, transfer. 50 new players for that particular game week. Maybe game week 27 might be ideal for you, especially for those of you who have like triple Liverpool, triple Arsenal, uh, maybe a Chelsea asset as well. Still maybe thinking that you might want to play them in game week 20, 26. Um, I would suggest that you can definitely have a look at that option. Keep your free hit. Um, as I said earlier, you can get all of these new players and then it will go back to your original team in the previous in the following game week so this is one option in which you can play a free hit there is going to be another blank game week for those of you on show sure in game week 30 which will coincide with the FA Cup weekend Um, so far there are only three confirmed matches which is Wolves Leeds Aston Villa Arsenal as well as um one more team if I'm not mistaken I think it is uh Wait, just give me a second. Uh, This is one more team uh, that's blanking. So this is another huge blank game week for those of you who are not sure. And Leicester branford So this is another option, another week for you to play uh, a free hit. But you still have quite a number of game weeks to navigate to game week 30. So for those of you who would like to use a free transfers accordingly, please uh, try to get some of these players as well because most most of the other teams will be, the big teams will be blanking on that game week. What do you say, Arjun? Is that something you might consider? But is it too far forward right now?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, definitely good uh, option. And with regards to the pre-hit as well. I think if you can hold out for Gaming Twenty Seven, if you have at least a, a reasonable, uh, if you have a reasonable starting eleven, maybe eleven players. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. think you need a very good bench for Gaming Twenty Seven. Um, uh, mm-hmm. maybe you can make two, And as today mentioned, Gaming Thirty looks like the big one. Uh, which would be really useful if you have your free hit chip uh, mm-hmm. and you would be able to gain a big differential compared to your other uh, teams yes. in whatever league yes. you're competing in if you have a free hit in the game with the team. Especially if right. there are no additional matches scheduled and there are only those three matches. Uh, yeah, for sure it will be a big, big advantage. So if you can, uh, I would say do hold on for game week 27. Even yeah, if you have like great. one player missing, yes. I think it's not too bad. Uh,
1: even yeah, if you have yeah.
0: 9, 10 players, uh, I think that should be yeah. good
1: enough. Yeah. yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, so this is this was great uh, speaking to you, Arjun. <laughs> um, I guess something different from our usual discussion topics. Yeah, for sure. I, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think briefly. Do you want to also uh, talk about the double yellow incident? Uh, I think that oh, was. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: You know why, <laughs> actually. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's go for it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, uh, shall I start? I'll start, okay. Yeah, so, Arsenal was playing against uh, <laughs> Wolves? Was it Wolves? Yeah, Yeah. so, Arsenal was playing Wolves, Um, and, some, and Arsenal was leading 1-0, and then it was a throw-in for a Wolves player, and... When the Wolves player threw the ball, Martinelli decided to push the guy who was throwing the ball, yeah. which was already a silly move. Yeah. And then he was chasing down someone. He was chasing out the Wolves attacking player. Um, of course, his intention was good, but the execution was really bad where he decided to foul him. Um, he didn't know that the first uh, push was already a yellow card. Um, and then... <laughs> Um, subsequently, the second tackle was already like this. Is like barely within like five or ten seconds, he got two yellows. Uh, this is the first time since forever I saw this that ever happened, and uh, it was quite strange uh, for those of us who had him in his team, our team, who was looking for forward to the double game week twenty six. Uh, yeah, I was. It looked like such a bummer right now. The fact that he's missing one game um, <laughs> again. Brentford, right? So he's playing he's yeah. games against Brentford. So that's that. And then and the uh, next double game, Arsenal's playing Wolves again. So it's gonna be really funny, <laughs> right, having him back again. Where he got red card against Wolves and his back against Wolves. So looking forward to that. I say, what did you think of the double yellow? Yeah. Um. So I mean, I I had a lot of
0: thoughts about it. I thought about it for quite some time because it was so strange, and I don't think, as you mentioned. I don't think we've seen anything like it, especially in recent times. Uh, my initial thought was that it, was, it, it, it wasn't it was a deserved red per se, but it was two deserved yellows. So what I think the referee should have done was not allow advantage because it was still in Arsenal's half, and I don't think uh, it was a clear advantage for Wolves to attack. Uh, sorry, it was in Wolves' half. Yeah. So it wasn't a clear advantage, clear enough advantage, per se, for Wolves to attack. And the ball was out of play anyway. So I think he should have blown for a foul there and given a yellow first, Uh, maybe allow things to calm down. Of course, yep. having done a played advantage, I think he didn't really have much of a choice because Martinelli did attack a cynical foul to stop a counterattack. Uh, it was quite stupid of him, maybe. He really thought that the double yellow would not happen, given that he hadn't hadn't been yellow carded the first time. But if you do look at the incident separately, and if it happened in two separate parts of the game, you would say it's two yellow cards. So I think I wouldn't really blame the ref. The only thing, as I mentioned, the ref could have improved is that stopping the game for the first foul. Uh, But yeah, other than that, I guess he had no other choice.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, just an interesting stat, um, Arsenal has eight red cards this season, if I'm not mistaken. That's what I heard somewhere. Um, I don't know whether I may be wrong or whatever. but I heard it somewhere, Arsenal has eight red cards this season. Or is it eight red cards since Arzada has taken over? Um, which is barely less than two No, seasons, No, you, I, I, I think you're right. I think they had, was it eight red
0: cards
1: this season? Yeah, something like that. It was something. Something like that. Very high. Um, quite a number of. I think the highest, or one of the highest, that's for sure. At least top two, top three, that's for sure. Clearly, yeah. um, uh, uh, Arteta is a very passionate play, uh, manager, and his players, especially players like Martinelli, who is young, have passionate players as well. Um. And then they have Granny Giocca. <laughs> so uh, that's most probably one of the reasons why they get a lot of red cards. But um, yeah, so it's very interesting that Arsenal has uh, eight red cards this season. Um, oh,
0: so yeah, uh, I've just looked up the stat, and
1: Arsenal have four red
0: cards in 2022.
1: Oh, <laughs> and 2022 is just barely been like more than 50 days, so well. yeah. So yeah, that's <laughs> if we were to continue that all the way until the end of the season, I mean Arsenal will get more than double digits until the end of the year. So red cards more than 20, 10 to 20 red cards. So yeah, definitely some there needs to be some sort of disciplinary action moving forward with regards to Arsenal's uh players so that they don't have too many guns. And yeah. Um anything else you want to talk about, by the way? Uh no, I think we covered a wide range of topics. It was quite extensive. Yeah. I think it's always gonna be an hour. I think it's it's such a long <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, so... forever since you recorded. <laughs> so Looking forward to the person who's going to edit it. I think Stephen is going to. (laughs) (laughs) All the best to (laughs) Stephen. Editing this episode. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess anything. Thank you, Arjun, for having me on board. Uh, Looking forward to the name change for next season. Uh, I'll (laughs) get my agent to contact you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll sign the
1: contract. We'll sign sign the contract. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'll get my agent, I'll get my lawyer. Um, I mean, you know, were just, just on loan this season. So, you know, we'll get you on, on a permanent transfer next yeah. season. Permanent tra- Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I'm glad that you permanent transfer me, have hired me. And looking <laughs> forward to some new interesting ideas for next season. Um, you know, as a regular host. Yeah, um, for sure. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'll provide some new ideas and we'll see what to do. Um, yeah. Definitely do that. So, yeah. Thank you so much for having me on board today.
0: Yeah. thank Thanks for coming aboard. And it was a really... Episode discussing about fantasy yes. Premier League, uh, getting an update yeah. on our league table. Uh, I hope yeah. we are able to continue our league table for next season. Um, yes, and, uh, I, I hope we have more competition next season than we have for first place in yeah. here, but yeah, yes, it, it's, true. It, it's been an interesting run so far as well. And we will have another episode when the season concludes, just to you know, maybe shout out to the top three, or maybe even yeah. invite the winner took on to one of the podcast episodes to have yeah, some...
1: We should definitely just give him the title already, I feel like. It's just now the <laughs> battle for second and third and top four.
0: Yeah, uh, for sure. So for sure. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's been an interesting episode. Um, I think we have reached the end of this episode. Um, yeah. Thanks to you for coming aboard. Thank you to all Very the listeners sure. as well. Uh, and we'll see you next time.
1: See you.